What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode nine of Shed Talk. Getting into episode two of six and our perfect off-season rebuild for every team in the NBA. So we are going to get into the Southwest Division. Um, this division consists of the Grizzlies, Pelicans, Mavericks, Rockets, and Spurs. And I think Derek's going to start it off with the Grizzlies. Yes. Yeah, so the Grizzlies. Um Breaking news today, actually, to start it off. Uh, John Morant suspended 25 games. I think that was seen as a surprise to most people. I think a lot of people would would have guessed that he would have got maybe more than half the season. I guess a lot of people were surprised, but it's only 25 games, so the Memphis Grizzlies will be without him for the first 25 games. So uh, I think Tyus Jones will be able to step up and fill that starting role i mean hey they've been very good without jaw they've proven the past two years so that really shouldn't be a big deal he'll get back into the group of things once it comes back but the big thing for them i think they just got to really run it back with the same team i mean um they have the 25th overall pick this year the one thing that they're going to lose those is dylan brooks he's going to be gone they've actually said that under no circumstances will dylan brooks be back which is actually crazy to say but never heard that one before yeah shams tweeted that one out a while back um which is which is just a wild statement to say but um but their team's basically really gonna look the same um with them losing brooks i i think that they should look into signing either karis levert who Formed well against the Knicks this year in the playoffs. Uh, was really a bright spot for them uh, compared to Garland, who didn't play well. Donald Mitchell was all right. Jared Allen didn't play well. Mobley didn't play well. But um, or a guy like Harrison Barnes, they can uh, sign to to slide into Brooks's role. Um, they still have Kennard, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson. They still have a good team. Brandon Clark will be back from injury, so I, I expect the Grizzlies really not to make two too many changes i mean they were the two seed they ended up losing to the lakers and what was that the that was the first round right first round, first round yeah so i i really don't expect too much of a crazy offseason for them that's just what i think i think the big thing for them is finding someone to fill in that in that dylan brooks role which i could see being Karis lavert or harrison barnes what do, so, what do you think so you mentioned uh harrison barnes last episode in regarding to the heat I mentioned him in regards to the... Oh, I forgot what team. It might have been the Heat. It might have been the Heat. But, so, I love Harrison Barnes as a really good uh, fit for many teams, and including the the Grizzlies. So, I don't think if he's demanding that much money if the Grizzlies, you know, have enough cap space for him. Uh, currently, they're over the cap, but with the luxury and everything, they can probably fix something, especially with losing Dylan Brooks trading a few other pieces they can definitely um you know put together something um one player just looking at one year left in his deal on a team-friendly contract another player we're talking about last episode plays for the washington wizards kind of like a grown-up a grown-up young memphis grizzly and kyle kuzma yeah i wow he could slide into to memphis real well man that would be good yep so what if I didn't Mem- even think about that? And again, a team-friendly deal probably would be paying him less than what you would be getting Harrison Barnes at. He's getting paid thirteen million dollars a year, uh, Kyle Kuzma. Um, so you can definitely you know try and put t- together something for him. He's shown that he's gotten better, you know, as his uh, young career got on. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies are also getting back Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark. Um, yeah, I forgot about Steven Adams. I forgot to mention him before. Yes, yep. he was not there in the playoffs either. At all. Yep, they're starting center and a backup big for them. Uh, I also expect Kenny Lofton Jr. to get a lot more run next season. I think he's a great player um, as well. They still have Zaire Williams who can also fit that three. Um, and then obviously they obviously have Desmond Bain who's on a very good contract these next two years. Uh, or next year, getting paid $4 million next year, and that's it. <laughs> that's a steal. That's probably the best contract in the NBA. It yes, has to be. Yeah. There's no better contract yeah. than that. For <laughs> next season, definitely. Um, so, yeah, they're, they obviously have uh, recent Depoy, Jaron Jackson. Um, again, you're getting Steven Adams back. They have a great, probably the best backup point guard in the league in Tyus Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Who can fill that starting role. Oh, like, easily. Prove he can. Um, again, getting rid of Dylan Brooks, getting Brandon Clark back, and yeah, um, as Derek said, and Wolves tweeted out earlier today, 
John Moran gone for the first 25 games. But again, as Derek said in the beginning of this podcast, the Memphis Grizzlies have proven they can win without him. Uh, not to mention, they have also lost their top assistant coach, the Raptors. But, you know, I think don't think that will hurt him too much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I st- yeah. obviously still think they're only going to get, you know, better. They're still going to be a great competitive team. You know, Jaron Jackson Jr. is only 23 years old. That's it? Yeah. I, I kind of thought he was a little bit older. Me too. Oh, Desmond my God. And he's in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation most years. Yeah, he was an all-star. He's going to keep getting better. Year. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Um I you know I kind of don't feel like there's that many options for them to go. Yeah, that's um, that's what I was thinking too. I mean, it's not really much that they can do. Exactly. I mean, just get their guys healthy. I mean, yeah. if they have Adams and uh, Clark, it, it might be a different series. Definitely. I'm not saying they're making like the hugest impacts, but those are those are and, guys and, that have played and obviously a big roles job. in their team. Yeah, and obviously a healthy, a healthy job. job. Yeah, I forgot about his hand yeah. injury. So you know, obviously when the the extension contracts talk, you got to extend Desmond Bain to a you know a long. A, good contract uh jaron jackson jr and job you locked up you got canard locked up for a couple of years Taj jones and demand a new contract next year but you have the core of the team you know kind of locked there, up yeah uh kenny lofton jr is only 20 years old he he got a four-year deal um Made no money no money at all that's that that's gonna be a team-friendly deal you got brandon clark locked up for the next fucking four years um so there's really no uh leeway the grizzlies can really go as a trade but that's not necessarily a bad thing at all. They have their own first-round picks. They had 25th overall this year. Um, and, again, they can – they can. what if they throw that and, you know, two other future firsts for Kuzma? I was going to say, I was going to go back to the Kuzma thing. If they want to get Kuzma, they really, like well, – I mean, I'm trying to think, like, what players they really could give up that, that they would even want over there. Maybe they give up Zaire Williams uh, – Maybe they gave up. Well, I don't even. Maybe they gave up Lofton or. But it's like it's like Roddy. But if I'm the Wizards, I just want the picks. Exactly. Just give me, just give me all your picks. That's all I want. Hundred percent. But if you're the Wizards, why wouldn't you accept a trade of Zaire Williams, 21 years old, on a team friendly deal for the next three years? 25th overall pick. Say fucking David Roddy, who's who show fucking you know heart and hustle in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Why why wouldn't you want that? Um... Again, I feel like it's kind of a weird situation over there, as we talked about on the previous episode, monitoring KP and Kuzma's trade value. Uh, it's very interesting, especially because they're on the last year of their deal. But if I'm the if I'm the Grizzlies, you got nothing to lose with that. Nothing to lose at all. You fill. I love the Kuzma fit. Yeah. You have a starting lineup at fully healthy of Ja, Desmond Bain, Kuzma, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Adams, and then you got Tyus Jones, Kennard, Brandon Clark, Kenny Lofton Jr. Off and potentially if you keep him. Aldama's not bad either. Exactly. He's all right. Exactly. And if you keep Zaire Williams, he's just three off the bench. Um, I think there's, uh, again, not too many places the Grizzlies can really go. Again, I know I uh, bashed him on the last episode as well, but Kendra Perkins saying to trade John Morant to, like, the Heat. Like, no. Like, you like you don't you don't trade John Morant. Like, like you're a young star. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't trade him. You... you you, you back him up. Like he's only twenty three years old. Yeah, and he's only he only made thirteen. Well, next year he's going to be making thirty three and a half million. But yeah. um, and it keeps going up each year. But um, yeah, he's he's last year he's only made twelve. But I mean, yeah, you don't trade the bright spot of your of your team that really turn around your franchise, kind of. Definitely, and I don't know. I kind of feel like. Not only his team, but the players in the league, the uh, player association, all they all was back. Yeah, you know they they came out publicly today and put a statement out saying that they thought twenty five games was a little excessive, especially with uh, the training course he has to go through and all and uh, therapy and all and all that he has to do. So they 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 all was back. Um, again, I think the Grizzlies are a really good team. Um, I ha- I had them beating the Lakers first round, but as we just said. Injuries got to him. Mm-hmm. A healthy job. Brendan Clark and Steven Adams potentially could be a complete different series. Um, and again, they were the two seed this year. They're a great young team, um, great young coach, and I think that uh, they're going to be good for obviously good for years to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they didn't also get the best matchup the first round. I mean, exactly. playing the Lakers the first round was just not not the Ideal. matchup they wanted to see. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, nothing really big changes with them i think we both agree on that um on to a more interesting team a team that started the season off great 
and slowly started to decline. That's the Pelicans. What do you, what what moves do you see them? What moves would you make if you were the Pelicans? So if I'm the Pelicans, listen, I don't get why you are considering trading Brandon Ingram Brazan. I listen. Brandon Ingram has proved himself in this league. Like he is developed into an amazing player. He has an amazing player. Zion, as we said in the previous episode, top 15 player when healthy. I would say B.I. is probably around the 20 range. They have a veteran leader in C.J. McCollum. They have a great center in Jonas Valanciunas. Um, they have Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, you know, Jose Alvarado. Three great role pieces. Trey Murphy's a sniper. Herb Jones is a great defender. Listen. Jose Alvarado, a great defender. Exactly. Too. Listen. I'm not giving up any of that for a prospect. Scoot's going to be really good. He's supposed to be really good. And also just don't think he really fits your timeline. Unless you're unless you're building around Scoot and Zion, they kind of fit each other's timeline a little bit more. Oh, they definitely do. Zion's only 22. Exactly. And Trey Murphy's only 22. Herb Jones um, is young. Yeah, exactly. 24. Yeah. So, I don't know. But it seems to me that the Pelicans want would much rather get rid of Zion. Listen, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm I'm not gonna go after Scoot. They have the thirteenth overall pick. I'm gonna try and package that thirteenth overall pick, maybe, you know, a first round pick next year, and a couple maybe like Josh a Josh Richardson, um a Larry Nance. Just something to get the ball rolling and the contracts matched up. And I'm going after DeJounte Murray. You have a lineup of DeJounte Murray at the one, McCollum at the two, Ingram at the three, Williamson at the four, and Valentin at the five. That is a championship contending team. One healthy. One healthy. They were the two seed in the West. Two seed in the West before Zion got down. They, they, they were a top 15 player in the league, a top 20 player in the league. They would have DeJounte Murray, CJ McCollum, and Valanciunas to round out the starting five and complement them. With Trey Murphy and, and Herb Jones. Yeah. I think that is, you know, and, un- and unfortunately, if I'm the Hawks in that trade, I'm doing whatever I can to get Herb Jones. Yes. Because I don't know if that deal gets done without him or Trey Murphy. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and I'm and I'm doing that if I'm both teams. Mm-hmm. Both teams. You get DeJounte Murray to lead your team with the point. I love CJ. Uh, I, I actually I take that back. I don't I don't love him. Uh, I I think he's honestly declined uh, since going to the Pelicans, especially coming being a veteran in the league. I feel like you got to uh, you kind of take a step back. It's like you're going to a young team. Uh, you have the ball in your hands the most. Um, when he's had the ball in his hands the most, especially when Ingram and you know Zion are hurt, you have to be a minimum twenty point per game scorer. And I don't, I don't excuse me. I I don't I don't think he's been that. Uh, maybe like maybe like mid twenties, honestly. Like, if you're gonna be that guy, you've been proven and everything. Exactly. So, again, I'm if I'm the Pelicans, I'm 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 reevaluating this whole entire situation. I'm not jumping on Scoot. He did have twenty one last year. Twenty one last year. Twenty twenty point nine. Okay. Um, but again, he's gonna have the ball in his hands the most. I mean, he did play forty three percent from the field. 39% from, from three. 39% from three is very good. Very good, yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like he does definitely has to step up a little bit more. He kind of, like, let his... As soon as Zion got hurt, there was no leader on that team. And I'm not calling Zion a leader because he's 22 years old. I'm just saying, when he got hurt, the fucking train fell off the fucking tracks. That team went from the <laughs> two seed to the fucking 13 seed. So, again, I'm not jumping on a fucking potential prospect rookie to save my franchise. Yeah, I don't um, know why they're so like high on yeah. on training like just like so yeah. hard on trying to go after the top two or three pick to get Scoot. I'm I'm not I'm not understanding it. Very confused. So again, uh, I know I know I've used him for a couple teams. Um, last episode and this episode, I'm going at him again. But I just think there are a, a lot of good fits for him, and this is another great fit for Jonathan Murray. For him to flourish and help the team flourish. Mm-hmm. So again, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm going after Dejounte Murray, and just trying to make it work. Uh, I'm, I'm keeping Zion. I'm keeping Brandon Ingram. They're two. That's one of the best front courts in the league. Uh, one of the probably the best forward duo besides LeBron and AD in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when healthy, like who else? Like the biggest question for them is health. I mean, 
Zion, if Zion's healthy, man, he can be. He can be so dominant. He can be one of the best players to play this game, man. He just gotta stay healthy. He's just has to stay healthy. He's so strong and he's so athletic to, at that size. Like it's just so crazy, man. He's so fun to watch, man. So I just fun. I love Zion. I just I really wish I really hope he can stay healthy for the, the remainder of his career. I mean, um, he would be so good. Yeah, like like we said, man. This two seed before he before he got hurt. That's how valuable he is to this team, mm-hmm. and would be valuable to any team in the NBA. Definitely, and. They already have their players locked up. They have CJ locked up to 26, and his contract is actually declining. 35 and 33 and 30. You got Brandon Ingram, then I'll be reaching a, a contract high of 36 per year and 25. Zion's and then you got Zion up. locked up till 28, and only get not only, but $44 million in 28 is not, not going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. They have Trey Murphy and Herb Jones and Jose Alvarado locked up until 25. Um, listen, the Pelicans got a young, good young team, and I, I don't think that they should be rushing this. Yeah, they should at all. stick back at the fourteenth, draft someone, to come in and help them. If Zion stays healthy and that fourteen pick kind of hits to be a role player for that team, they, mm-hmm. they'd be a top five team. Definitely. Um, and I know they're currently over the cap, but maybe you know they're getting Josh Richardson off the books this year. You know, possibly trading Larry Nance at at the. Uh, you know, at the um, at the draft, maybe, mm-hmm. or in start of free agency, uh, possibly Dyson Daniels. I know he's very young, but he's still getting paid a pretty good amount um, for his age. Um, yeah, Garrett Temple will be all. Uh, mm-hmm. You could tease a trade piece. He's thirty seven. Yeah. Uh, so you have a lot of you know Hernan Gomez. You have a lot of pieces that the money will add up. So I know I mentioned Dejounte Murray um, about this. And so basically my point of view on the Pelicans management is I'm completely against this trade for Scoot Henderson. Yeah, Com- I, I completely, I'm completely against I, it. I don't get where Com- this this whole at all idea has come from. I don't know who who brought it up. Mm-hmm. I'm just I just don't understand why. Uh huh. Are they trying to like it would be a, a regression to trade Zion or Brandon Ingram Com- for, complete. The, for, the, for the second pick? And, and, they, and if I have a decent team, if I'm Brandon Ingram. 25 years old, about to enter my prime, I'm mad. Yeah, like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, so... He's only 25. That's so crazy. So, again, if I'm completely against this, you know, situation, I'm... My first option is going to try and pry away DeJounte Murray from the Hawks. I'm going to try, try and offer a good package. But I'm going to throw a few names out for you right now if you are the Pelicans. So I'm going to throw one. What do you think about Russell Westbrook to the Pelicans? Pelicans? Mm. Alongside really CJ think, in the backcourt. I really court. think Westbrook's best move is just staying. in I LA. agree. I agree. But I'm just throwing out a hypothetical situation. Okay. Russell Westbrook and the Pelicans can, de- can you know, can definitely. Him, CJ, Zion, B.I., Valanciunas. That's not a bad team And Valanciunas can shoot the three. Yeah, that's not a bad team at all. Okay, I like that. Uh-huh. Van Vliet wouldn't be bad, I, I was think. Gonna, I was going to say, another option would be Van Vliet. Just the thing is. That backcourt of CJ and Van Vliet would get eaten alive. alive. Eaten alive. Uh, yeah. So, you know, Westbrook has showed how great of a defender he is in the playoffs against the Suns. Um, I think Pat that, Bev yeah. is a good defender, too. I, mean, I, I think I, He doesn't I, need the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending on how much money uh, Russ's contract's looking like, I think that can be a really good fit. And that would be a dangerous team. Mm-hmm. Definitely a dangerous team. But besides that... That excuse me. Um, I feel like we're both in agreement that kind of don't know what the hell the Pelicans are doing, mm-hmm. trading away one of their bona fide proven stars for you know as you just said, you know stepping back. It's a regression. It's yeah. it's just that's just what it is. It, it, if you it, trade it one of those sense. guys for the second pick, it's just I just don't understand. We'll see what happens. I mean, I honestly hope they don't do that. Because I kind of like watching them. I kind of think they're fun to watch. I, I think they're fun. To, I think they're fun to watch too. Yeah, so I kind of hope they don't do that. I don't want to see. Actually, I would want to see Zion with Lamelo, but La, Zion Lamelo, I'm telling you, Vegas baby, <laughs> three years, book it. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. Um, but yeah, we both agree on the Pelicans, and then now to a very, very interesting team that. Didn't make the playoffs. Kind of just embarrassed themselves last year by not trying to make the play-in. 
game at all. And then you see what the Lakers did making the Western Conference Finals as a playing team. And you got to wonder, like, like what were they doing? The, the Dallas Mavericks. Hey, they really wanted that 10th overall pick. They I'll really tell you did. That. And, and if it became the 11th pick, that would have been so funny because the Knicks would have had their pick and they would have been fucking screwed. That would have been a... That would have been really, really funny. I, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like if you're the if you're the NBA and you want to make a statement about tanking, you already made a statement about how the bottom three odds have the same exact, you know, odds to get the number one number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. But if you want to make a statement, you don't find Mark Cuban. What was it, fifty thousand dollars? That's pocket change. Well, yeah, I was gonna say this guy's a billionaire. He's got all the money in the world. What does that What does that have to do you, about you, anything? You find them by rigging the draft. And giving their first round pick to the Knicks, or just just not really just rigging it, or just just say, hey, you know how to have any protection on this pick, and no matter what happens, it's, it's the Knicks pick. Yeah, I mean, like that that would be a much more ethical decision. Yeah. to do. Um, and but I, I feel I, like I feel like it would be fair. I, I don't know. Uh, that would be fair. Or, or maybe have the owners vote. Yeah, I feel like th- something had to be done differently than just signing. Hey, you got fifty. You got to pay us fifty thousand dollars. But like, like, but no one has ever seen that before. Yeah, it's ri- it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it truly is ridiculous. But the NBA really messed up with that punishment. I'm not saying to give automatically just be like, hey, you just lose your pick, even if it's ten one through ten. But something different than, hey, here's fifty thousand dollar fine. Like that's all we're gonna do. Because now, what is like what? That's literally nothing to Mark Cuban. It means nothing, but um, they so they ended up with the tenth pick. They get to keep it. Um, obviously, uh, the Kyrie trade. Now he's a free agent. I think the biggest thing this this off season has got to be resign Kyrie. Uh, I definitely agree with that. I feel like if you don't resign Kyrie, obviously the whole entire trade is a failure. The whole entire season last year was a failure. Um, you you were, you were taking that risk. And you know, I think it's it's completely different if you got, if you make it to the Western Conference Finals or even the finals, and then and then you lose Kyrie. It's a totally different story. But yeah. you didn't even make the playoffs. You didn't make the play in. Yeah. You didn't yeah. even make the play in. You were yeah. the you eleven. You lost to the Hornets twice in a row. Yeah. Twice in a row. Yeah. You so clearly tanked. Yeah. You you played Luka Doncic for the first quarter, and then sat him for the last three quarters of the game. Yeah. That is a horrible look for the NBA. We've talked about it before on the podcast. It's just. It's just a terrible, terrible, terrible look for the, for the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, it really is. Definitely. But as you just said, I feel like that has to be like their first priority. Try yeah. and re-sign Kyrie Irving. And honestly, I feel like all signs are pointing to him, you know, re-signing. Uh, he was actively recruiting LeBron James to the Mavs. <laughs> yeah. um, it's been known that he's trying to uh, recruit other players to the Mavs. Um, so I feel like the first point of focus is to re-sign Kyrie and then you, you know, build build upon your team up there. Um, I don't think he will, but I'm just saying, I could definitely see Kyrie taking a little bit of a pay cut. Uh, I'm, I mean, he's, he's not getting a max. You don't think he's getting a max? Uh, he's he's eligible for the max just from the maps, right? I believe he was starting an all-star game. Yeah, so... Uh, Did he make an NBA or no? I don't think so. That's kind of crazy. Because the guards were just so good this year. You got Steph, you got Shy, you got Dame, Fox made it. Um, Curry. Curry. I said Steph, but yeah. Luca. Yeah, Luca. Yeah, I mean, the guards were just amazing this year. So, I mean, we'll see. Well, yes, he's probably not eligible for the max then because he didn't make the all all NBA team. Well, he's eligible for the max, not the super max. Super max. That's what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely works out in the Mavs' favor. Um, But yeah, so you have. Kyrie, you have Luca. They have some bad contracts. I think it's kind of time to move on. Move on from Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting fourteen million dollars off the book instantly by not bringing back Christian Wood. Dwight Powell getting paid eleven million dollars a year. Getting uh, he's a free agent as well. Um, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say Wood's a free agent. He's yeah. gone. Dwight Powell and they could resign him they to could. be their backup center. Yeah, but maybe, another thing maybe at a cheaper deal. The one thing with them is. Besides Kyrie, they gotta get a big. Have they to. gotta get a big. They got dominated on the boards the last, well, not last year, but the year before that in the playoffs, dominated on the boards. I think they can either look into trading for Aiton, who could be a solid big for them, or signing Brook Lopez. Uh, I completely disagree with Aiden. I think Aiden is fucking garbage. No yeah. matter what, and he's he still to. better than Christian Wood. He's still better than Dwight Powell. I think he he could flourish a little bit better with, hopefully, Luca and 
get a brand new start with this new team. Hopefully, Luke and Kyrie. I think Aiden would be solid for the for the Mavs. He could, but what about this? What if the um... Brooke Lopez? Brooke I Lo- think that's my other person. Oh. I think that they should. Well, I mean, they like, should look after. I mean, like Brooke Lopez would be a perfect signing for them, but and I know he's not. I know he's not going to spread the floor, but what if you look into say the Grizzlies say we want to move Jaron Jackson. Why would center. they do that? Oh, oh. But we want to move Jaron Jackson to the center, or we want to Stephen Adams, or we want to put Brandon Clark at center in the starting lineup, or Stephen Adams. I'd hundred percent take that if I was the Mavs. Exactly. Oh, I'd hundred percent do that. You, you you put a trade together for Stephen Adams. It'd be great. Say say maybe the the tenth pick for Stephen Adams and and uh someone. Yeah, I I I'm someone. all on board if I'm the Mavs for that. That's a great rebounder right there. That's what they need. Mm-hmm. That is hundred percent what they need. Yeah. So. I think the Mavs, as you just said, they need a big. Um, I I would say Draymond is staying. And he's, I, I think he might opt out though. I yeah, think well, I he's, s- he's in a yeah he's not that because he wants a longer deal. Eh, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with him. What, what's going to happen with him is going to be interesting. I feel like if he leaves, the Mavs, I guess, are a team to watch out for for mm-hmm. him. Um, not really sure where else to. Draymond would go. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm really not sure about that. But um, Mavs, I guess, would be a team to watch for him. Definitely a team to watch. Especially if they get LeBron. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is probably not gonna happen. But. I was gonna say, I, I think it is possible money wise. I saw something on Twitter, but it just. I feel like it just doesn't make sense. I feel like the team wouldn't fit together. Kyrie, Luca, LeBron, and Draymond. I just feel yeah. Like, I feel like it just wouldn't work. I don't know. I don't know how how that would like all it, play it, out. That's just too many. That's three ball dominant yeah. people kind of right there. Like I, 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 I feel like it would work, but like it would be, it would, it would work in an ugly way. Like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be team basketball. Yeah, it would be just yeah. where we all of us can get buckets, so we're just gonna get buckets on. So you we're guys. just iso ball. Your turn, my turn. Exactly. Whatever. Another, you know, another player to look uh, after for the Mavs. What about Jeremy Grant? Grant, yep, yep, yeah, he could play the four for them. Yep, I would, I would, that'd be pretty sick to see. So, wh- what about this? I, I also think, I also think they should look after Dylan Brooks too. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with that. He's a good, he's a good defender. He can shoot the three. I mean, he brings a lot of intensity. He's not, he's not going to back down from anybody as we've seen. So no, I feel like hundred percent. And they have Jaden Hard Hardy who's shown and Josh, Josh Green. Green. I was going to say I really like Josh Green. All off the bench, like mm-hmm. those two off the bench. So, what about this? So, so and all right, you get rid of Tim Hardaway, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract, Davis Burton's contract, Christian Wood, and Dwight Powell. That is around fifty-five, sixty million. Save. That's a lot. And you just have money to pay Kyrie. Exactly. So you bring back Kyrie. You hopefully sign Brook Lopez, and you know if you have the chance to have any. You know more money available. You try and go after Jeremy Grant, mm-hmm. and that kind of completes your starting lineup. And if you fail at Jeremy Grant, he's making too much. I think Dylan Brooks would rather join the Mavs than the Rockets. Oh, yeah. If he wants to contend, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So listen, I, as as we said, I think the Mavs. The first priority is to re-sign Kyrie, and then everything. I kind of feel like everything else will fall into place. I agree with you. I definitely agree. You I, know, they're going to get a big no matter what. Because, I mean, they, they have, have to. to because Wood and Power are gone. So something's going to have to happen with that. Yeah. They, they're going to have to get a big. And I don't think DeAndre Hayden is the answer. But they still do have the 10th overall pick to, exactly. you know, trade. Yeah. That, that, it's still a good asset to have as exactly. well. So. Mm. But, and, again, I think, you know, with a reconstructed roster, they had the talent to compete. Oh, I mean, they had the talent to compete last year, too. And it was only Luka. Yeah. I mean, when I, if you just have Luca, you could compete. Shown that two years ago. It's like not only Luca, but still, he was. They really didn't have like crazy help around him. Oh, not at all. I mean, like when we when uh, their first couple games together, it's like they didn't really know. I mean, who, who was going to take the last shot? Mm-hmm. They, they they were, were scared. They're exactly. not scared. They're not but, scared, but, but, but they're just they, passing they, the ball back exactly because they don't want to like piss each other off or anything, yeah. which is completely understandable. But once Kyrie resigns, like that's not going to happen this season. Yeah, they, like, I mean they played together for less than half the season. Exactly. So like they're gonna get they're gonna build chemistry, they're gonna get a lot better with each other. Um, I think the Mavs can be a really fun team to watch mm-hmm. for the next couple of years. Oh yeah, I I love watching Luca play. Mm-hmm. I mean they yeah they're definitely gonna build chemistry, but 
should not have stopped them from trying to make the play in last year. Yeah, that's, that's, that's bizarre. Yeah. Actually bizarre. But I feel like that kind of wraps it up for the Mavs talk. Yeah. Basically just re-sign Kyrie, get a big, look after Grant. And then if not, I feel like Dylan Brooks could be a good option for them. I, I mean, you, like, you kind of, you really just got to build, you know, Brooke Lopez would literally be the perfect, perfect player. Yeah. The perfect player. Mm-hmm. Great um, defender. Stretch the floor. Yeah. He's getting old, but. He's getting old, but. He's, he's worth he can it. help them contend next year. Easily. Easily. I guess that brings us to the Houston Rockets. Oh, what an <laughs> awful team. Yeah, uh, I know you're really not a big fan of them. The AAU Rockets. Yeah, I mean, they really are. I, I do like Jamari Smith. Um, besides that, oh, I like Sangoon. Uh, besides that, I'm really not a big fan of anybody on this team. Like, besides Jabari Smith and Sangoon, yeah, I'm really not. I like Boban, but <laughs> he... You don't fuck with shot, shot trucker Jalen Green? Honestly, not really. Not, not, eh. I did not know Jay Sean Tate was 27. Oh, my God. Wow. He was a rookie, like, last year, the year before, I think. Um, but besides, yeah, besides those two, I really don't... I'm not a big fan of anybody on that team. I don't know. All right, <laughs> so, I think they have a bunch of, like, not nobodies, but, like... You know, Frank Kaminsky's been fucking tossed around after fucking Wisconsin. Like, like who the fuck is Usman Garuba? Garuba. They, they drafted him, I think, last year. Like, I don't know, obviously Kenny Martin Jr., DJ Augustine's an old name, Willie Colley-Stein. KPJ. KPJ. Terry uh, Easton was a rookie one or two years ago, I think. Uh, starting next season, KPJ's going to be their highest-paid player. Is Which really? I mean, like I I've always been a fan of KPJ. Like when he I wanted the Thunder to get him. Like when it, when he kept falling mm-hmm. uh, in the draft. Yeah, and he got drafted by what, the Cavs. Cleveland. Yeah, yeah Cavs. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess I I don't mind KPJ. Um, I, I he's not a bad player. Not not a bad player. I'm just uh I'm interested in to see where they go in the draft this year. I feel like they have to get a men. Amen Thompson. Yeah. I was looking at a lot of mock drafts today. Yeah, I think he, I think he, that was like the consensus yeah. for everything. That's three guard. Or is, is, he's, is a, he's a three? No, Thompson, I'm pretty sure, is a point guard. Really? I'm pretty sure. I have, um, to, I have to do some more research on the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I, I do. Even though it's well. coming up in six days. Um, he's, yeah, uh, Eamon Thompson, the point guard. I'm pretty sure his brother, Az- Az- Azir? Yeah, Azir. Azir. I think he's also a guard as well, point guard as well. So, see, like, that's where I'm confused. Because if that's the general consensus, then what do you do with that's, your... Highest paid player was a point what, guard. That's what I was thinking too. They also they have just have so many guards. I feel like, I don't know. It's like listen, like listen. I I, I like to hate. I like to hate in the Rockets a lot, but I mean like, you kind of have your shooting guard, power forward, and center of the future laid out, and Jalen Green, Jabari Smith, and Sangoon. Let's say explore trade options for Jalen Brown. Like you were talking about, yeah. Which but one? I don't think I don't think will happen though. I feel like that's just not enough to get the deal done. Telling you, and I've been saying it's a players league. Yes, but it doesn't matter. It does if, matter. If it doesn't matter if the package is, is not good enough. Okay, so then Jalen Brown can just sit out. Yeah, and, but that, and, then you I can mean, say that about anybody guy that wants to be traded, really. And what has happened? I don't know, man. I just don't. When? When? Why would Boston ever want? Why would they ever want Jalen Green or who? Who? What? What could a realistic package be? For for Jalen Brown? Yeah. I would say Jalen Green, Singoon, Kevin Porter Jr. Why would why why just stop right there? Why would the Celtics want that? It because, doesn't ha- doesn't help them right because, now because it, it definitely would help them right now. It, I don't know be- about that because Jalen Brown would want to go to the Rockets. Yeah, it, yeah, but, but when, this, you when, gotta look at it from the you gotta think about the Celtics standpoint. Okay, ask any Celtics fan. Okay, and, if they and, if you told them they're getting Jalen Green, Singoon, and uh, who out of KPJ was your third player back for for Jalen Brown? I think they all probably want to throw up in their mouths. Okay, hundred percent. But when is the last time a big name star who wants to get traded has gotten his way? It, yeah, he can get his way, but not to this team. And I, it makes sense. I, I get they got Udoku. I guess that's his old coach. But exactly. I, 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 I get it. I get completely it. Completely forgot about that. I get it. But I mean, there's other packages that are just much more appealing to the Celtics than 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 the Rock. What the Rockets have to offer. I mean, like, I I completely I completely agree with that. And maybe the third team has to be involved. But I'm telling you, it's so unfortunate 
It's a players' league now. It sucks. If 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 Jalen Brown is demanding a trade to the Rockets and Rockets only, I'm telling you, one way or another, he's gonna end up there. Well, they're gonna pay. I mean, they. I guess they have the money. They are. They and, definitely have the money to pay. And him. it makes sense in the Rockets' standpoint, hundred percent, obviously, because you get rid of Sengun and Jalen Green. Obviously, is the main vocal point of the trade. Two like young players. And then you give up your point guard and Kevin Porter Jr. Obviously, Marcus Smart, Derek White, or Brogdon hasn't really been, you know, I mean, like, they only got Brogdon. Celtics only got Brogdon this year, Derek White last year. Marcus Smart has been there eight years. But you get another point guard to try that out. You have a starting lineup of, you know, Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, Tatum, and then their four, maybe Al Horford, then Sangoon. Like, it's a still a good competitive lineup. And then if you're the Rockets, all of a sudden you have – you still have Jamari Smith, the fucking uh, third overall pick last year. You have uh, one of the best coaches in the whole entire league. You, you construct your team with an, an all-NBA second-team player. And then all of a sudden, you have James. your fucking ex-boyfriend, James Harden. I was going to say, do you sign James Harden with that team? 100%. Yeah. And then that's when it makes sense for the Rockets to do because Kevin Porter Jr., your highest you know, play, player on the team, isn't on the team anymore. You sign Harden to play point guard. You have Harden, Jalen Brown backcourt, Jabari Smith Jr., and you figure out the rest from there. You you sign Dylan Brooks to be your three. You you get a center who can stretch the floor. Maybe they're gonna have cap space, like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like the whole entire team is on team friendly deals besides potentially Harden and Jalen Brown. Well, I realistically I can't see that happening, but it would be a it would be a solid team. If it did. Yeah, I mean, but, it, it would be an interesting team. Int- yeah, that's the word for it. Not solid. Yeah. I think interesting is, is the word to yeah. describe that team. I, I don't think they would have, like, what it takes to, like, get over the hump. No, I don't think so either. But it would be a, I don't know. Well, if, if they kept that pick, to, well, no, if they were trading for Jalen Brown, that pick's gone. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I completely forgot about that. So, I mean, like. Okay, wait. Let's say they don't trade for Jalen Brown. Do you still sign James Harden? No, 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 no. I, but I think that's like what's gonna happen. No, no, I no, just no. doesn't. It just doesn't make sense for uh, for. I mean, I guess James Harden really doesn't give a fuck about winning right now. I guess. No, no, but no, no. he definitely Rock- does. He definitely does. But he's not winning with the Rockets team. He, he, he don't. He, I, I would bet my whole entire life he's not going to the Rockets. So he's, you think he's resigning with the Sixers? I think he, I think he, goes to a contender. Meaning, if he signs with the Sixers, he signs with the Sixers. If he goes to another good team who could potentially win it, I think he's gonna go to that team. I don't. I honestly don't. I think he can maybe end his career in Houston, but I think there is negative chance that <laughs> any of those reports are Not true. true. There, if, there can't be, especially when players openly spoken about James Harden and say how competitive he is and how much he wants to win. He knows he's not winning in Houston. If that's if that's true and he really wants to win, he will not sign with Houston. Like 100%. He can't sign with there if he wants to win. And, you know, if I'm hard and I'm resigning, you have the MVP in your team. Obviously not the best player in the world. You could just prove that. But You got a new coach now. A, a brand new coach. Uh, Nick Nurse, too. Nick wow, Nurse, you know. championship coach. Mm-hmm. You. Another reason why I think he's going to resign is because he, he, he fucked with Darren Moore, too. He, he loves yeah, Darren Moore. from Houston. They're, yeah. they're both together in Houston, yeah. right? Yeah. PJ Tucker as well. I mean, like... He likes Harden. He loves Harden. I mean, loves Embiid. I mean... Yeah. You're so. probably going to go after fucking Eric Gordon, who's... They, who they've been trying to get after ever since they got Harden. Um, you're then going to get more pieces. Maybe you ship off that Tobias Harris contract finally and get another piece. Maxie's developing into a star. He's going to get paid this year. He's going to get paid. Not, uh, yeah, this is this year where he's going to get an extension. Listen, and... No report has come out of it yet, and if he if he was healthy, uh, it's just pathetic. Embiid had to be playing hurt. Had to be playing hurt. I mean, you saw the the drop off in points per game yeah. was from thirty three to eighteen. Yeah. It, it was insane. He like, had he had to be playing hurt. Listen, if I'm if I'm hardened, I'm resounding. I think the Sixers have a chance at winning it. Maxi is going to, to they were, yeah, be, they, be the be the perfect the perfect third player for those two. Yeah. Um, and Harden. Is not washed. Harden is a straight up IQ god of the game. Um, you know, people don't really don't appreciate what Harden has done. He 
would average what thirty six in his year in Houston. That year was just ridiculous. I mean, the year before that, he averaged so close to a triple double and the MVP race against Rush. Then he got his own MVP. You know, he gets shit to Brooklyn. What happens? He becomes the best facilitator in the league. He leads the league in assists. Then he gets shit to um, the Sixers. He again, he leads the league in assists per game, and his running mate leads the NBA in points per game. He changes game up completely. You know, Embiid was hurt in the playoffs as well. Still put up 40 points against Game 1 in the Celtics in the TD Garden. Like, that game was crazy. Harden is not washed. And one of the main reasons why he wanted Doc Rivers gone, uh, just because their whole entire, like, co- his co- Doc Rivers coaching style was more so Harden can get buckets, but he wants other people to get the ball, you know, first. And then if nothing is available... They're going to get the ball back to Harden and kind of rely on him to get a bucket. Mm -hmm. That's why sometimes his shooting numbers were so low is because, you know, Harden's not getting a shot. And so so deep in the shot clock, it turned into being a bad shot just because he has no time to operate and do his thing. You know, game one, he was doing his thing, clearly. He was, you know, getting his shots early. It literally looked like Houston Harden. What do you Mm -hmm. have, like 43 that game? They had 40-something. So And the win. Exactly. So... If I'm, if I'm, wow, we kind of got off top of the Rockets. I was going to say, you were, you were spinning a little yeah. bit about the 76ers, yeah. but, um. Shit. But uh, yeah, but, but yeah, if I'm the Rockets, if I, if, and if Jalen, Jalen Green said in the, in the playoff peep, uh. It would, the, it would stun his growth. Exactly. Which I completely agree with. It make it doesn't make sense for either side, I feel like. It doesn't at all. And another thing about the Rockets is like, again. Your current starting point guard is Kevin Porter Jr., your highest and longest contract in the team. And the player you're looking at is Eman Thompson, who's a point guard. Mm -hmm. The one player, the one player on your team who showed up to your brand-new coach's press conference on your team was Kevin Porter Jr. Jr. Which is embarrassing that only one player did. Actually embarrassing. And Kevin Porter Jr. is a really good player. It's a, you know, I'm happy... I'm very happy they didn't get the second or third overall pick, but Brandon Miller would be perfect for the Rockets. Yeah, he's not falling. Unless something crazy happens in the next six days. Um, Brandon Miller would be perfect for the Rockets. Slides into the three spot, actually perfect. Yep, him and Jamari Smith could... Wow, they would be... And, wow. I mean, if, if I'm if I'm the Rockets, I'm easily... Oh, Pelicans. Oh, no, no, Pelicans. Fucking... Don't... Fuck the Pelicans. Why are they looking to jump in anyway? But, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't know if the Hornets are... Blazers would even want Kevin Porter Jr. But I'm doing whatever I can to fucking, you know, try and get up and draft Brandon Miller. Yeah. Uh, maybe they can... I don't know if... If, uh, if one of those two or three... Uh, what is it? Charlotte and... Blazers. Blazers. I don't think one of them would trade from two or three to drop to just four. Yeah. You'd have to give up a lot to do Definitely. that. Because you know they're obviously going to get. They're obviously going to want Brandon Miller to scoot Henderson if they're going to do that. So. Mm-hmm. And also, I didn't mention him, but is Josh Christopher is also a bucket. Yeah, he's he's young too. Yeah, twenty one. They so. got. They're a young team. They're yeah. they're a very young team. They got and they have the fourth pick. They'll probably yeah. draft Eamon Thompson. Uh, that it's just a weird fit. It's going to be weird because they're going to have. Him, Green, Porter. Um, so we'll see how they all turn out to be. I mean, I so feel yeah. like uh, Udoka is going to really shape him up. I think he's going to like slap some sense into them yeah. and not what, have what, them just what like, they be need. like fucking. Yeah, exactly. This is a coach they kind of need. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It'll, the Udoka will be very good for the Rockets. Yeah. So hopefully he can turn that franchise around. Well, hopefully um, not. I hate the, I hate the Rockets. I don't have as much hate for the Rockets. Actually, no. I don't hate them. I just hate their players. <laughs> I, I like they're literally like, kind of like the Grizzlies. <laughs> There's worse. <laughs> like the younger, of, newer. Yeah, especially if Dylan Brooks goes there. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Like, Dylan Brooks would also be like he would be a perfect fit for him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he doesn't demand a lot of shots. Jalen Green chuck as much as he wants. Um, <laughs> one thing I want to speak of is the uh, Udoka signing. You know, a lot of people were like, oh. uh... You know, he has to be mad now that Monty Williams just got fired. Nick Nurse got, uh, not Nick Nurse. Doc uh, Rivers, yeah. Doc Nick Rivers Nurse got will... fired. Uh, Budenweiser got fired. It's like, listen, like, no, I, I want to be mad about that. I want to be mad making that my decision early. You're going to a brand new young team. With no expectations. With no expectations. You are in charge of that. You know, you go to the Suns, 
you have you have to win now. You have to win now. You have to win the next two years, or you're, or you're getting fired, fired again. Yeah, because that's how the league works now. Yeah, you go to the Sixers. You have two years to win, or else you're getting fired. Mm-hmm. You go to the Bucks. You have whatever. If Giannis resigns, you have him. If he doesn't, then you're screwed. I love the decision for him to go to the Rockets. Again, no expectations. It's his team. It's he his gets team. to do what he wants, and he can have a bad year this year. He can have a bad next two years. No one. They're not gonna. Bad think about eye. yeah, they're not gonna bat an eye. They're not gonna be like, oh, you're fired. Exactly, it's perfect for him. I I definitely agree with that. It makes a lot of sense for him, um, and it's a great he's a great coach for for the Rockets to have. He's perfect for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like yeah, I guess like all in all, like hate aside, like the Rockets definitely do have a good like. I'm not gonna say great, but they but they they have they. I mean, Sangoon's only twenty. Sangoon's only twenty, and Sangoon's really good. Mm-hmm. The Thunder drafted him. Did they? Yeah. When they trade him for? Trey Mann. Probably lost that trade. Well, we got like train. We got like probably picks. You probably yeah. got a bunch of picks in that. Yeah. Um, because yeah, the Thunder have every pick in the fucking draft for the next seven years. But mm. that's uh, that'll be for the what division? Are you Northwest. Guys? Northwest. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. I I feel like they're kind of overlaps. Wait. Um. So I got you got my opinion on the situation, but would you be in agreement to me that saying? No to Harden. Yeah, I, I, I said it before. I said it just doesn't make sense for either side. Yeah. I just don't see why if Harden wants to win, no reason he should sign there unless he's just like, all right, fuck it. Like, I don't really care about winning. I'm just going to go back to Houston and just have fun. Um, and for the Rockets to sign him right now, like, what does that do for your team? You win an extra 10 games, You get a worse games, draft pick. You get a worse draft pick. You probably don't make the playoffs still. Um, like, it just doesn't do anything for either side. So I just... It doesn't make sense. So that's 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 my opinion on the Harden at all situation. I just say just stick the course, draft Eamon Thompson, and then just take it from there. Mm. Let let Udoko do his thing, and then see what happens at the end of this season. Yeah. Um. And then one more thing I'll add. I'm just really the only thing I ask from the Rockets is to get a five through ten pick next season because <laughs> we have their pick top four protected in both twenty four and twenty six, which is kind of crazy. What a top! You said top five protected. Top four. Top four protected. Okay, so five through whatever. It's yeah. fine. Hey, they Very possible. Know. You never know. But with the lottery now, you you never know. I know. Pistons got fucked this year. They had the I think they had the worst record in the league this yeah. year and they ended up with the fifth pick. Crazy. It's crazy the way it works. I feel I feel your pain, Pistons fans. Knicks have been screwed in the lottery for years. <laughs> um okay, yeah, but that wraps up the Houston Rockets. On to the Spurs. I feel like the Spurs is kind of obvious. You know, they're going to draft one by Amba. They're going to build around him. Are they, though? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they're going to draft him. They're going to build around him. Probably him and Keldon Johnson. Maybe Jeremy Sohn, too. Well, actually, not maybe, but they, him, too. It's that, kinda just, that's a really good 3-4-5. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's kind of just, uh, it's kinda just like, obvious what they're going to do. I mean, it's really not just, like, just build around them. I mean, that's all you really can do. It's not like you... Uh, really can do much else. I mean, you're going to draft supposedly one of the, the greatest prospects in all sports. Mm-hmm. So draft him. You'll have Keldon Johnson. You have Trey Trey Jones, um, Jeremy Soho. Darren Vassell. Mm-hmm. De- Devin Vassell, yeah. Yep. yeah. So they're all young, too. That's another young team. And I also saw today that Greg Popovich is looking to sign a three-year extension. Really? So, hey, that's perfect. So, the next four years with him. He can start. He can get the ball rolling, and then mm. by the time his contract's up, they'll hopefully they'll be in the groove of things. And maybe sign People a, are saying uh, Steve Kerr. Sign it, yes. Which would be crazy. Yeah. Um, and shout-out to Tim Duncan, Manu, and Tony Parker. Parker. They, they're they're going to be in the facility all the time, They're gonna, which they, is they so They said they want to monitor it's or like, look over yeah, Wembenyama. Which, so. which is amazing. It's dope, I mean. It's so, like the Spurs don't even have to use like their salary on like veterans. Like yeah. they're very they got they got three it. freaking Hall of Famers coming yeah. in right there. It's crazy. <laughs> um, I mentioned this to Derek before, and I'm gonna say it again. The perfect piece for that team is if he does not resign with the LA Clippers, Russell Westbrook. You think Luke. now at this point? Yes, I'm but, telling you, he will have that team competing, competing. That team would be a playing team. If if, if, if Victor if, is supposed to be this good, should, yeah. And if Victor averages like twenty, like twenty and like eight and like four, if he's supposed to be this good, they should be a playing. They they should be a playoff team. Keldon Johnson probably like in his fourth year. Jeremy Sokin in his second, 
And Jeremy Sokin was good. All all rookie second uh, all rookie second team last year. Mm-hmm. Fucking bringing Westbrook. And like, I mentioned this to Derek too. Like, I don't think it's gonna happen now just because uh, of the Dame situation and Beal situation. Because obviously Tyler Harrow will be the main vocal point of it. But like, what if the Spurs just like try and like got went after Harrow? Like young pieces, exactly. Yeah. Like, just went after other young pieces. That'd be sick. Exactly. Just have a, just a young, team young for us. Yeah, a like, young I'll, I'll, team. Like, I would like love that. And there's still like, there's still a bunch of free agents. Like Austin Reese is still a free agent. Mm-hmm. Like Dante Divincenzo, like Gabe Vincent. Divincenzo is a guy I want the Knicks to get, or yeah. Seth Curry. Um, but that's a different topic, obviously. Uh, but yeah, the Spurs are in a good spot. They're mm-hmm. in a very good spot. And then just. Built, you know, then build throughout the draft. Yeah. Build throughout the draft, and I mean, like obviously, players then don't be wanting to play with Victor. Yeah. So, but I'm really, I'm really interested to see how he is. I think to, there were reports saying that he wasn't going to play in summer league, but I think it was confirmed to that he is. I saw that he wasn't. He is now. I think he is. Now, okay. Yeah. I really. I mean, there's no reason for him not to. Yeah. I feel like why wouldn't you? I mean, like yeah, because you're already drafted. Um, not to mention. I'm going to mention this about the Brockets, which we just talked about. They have the most cap space in the league. I mean, their top guy makes $9 million, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I, I well, saw no, Kevin Porter Jr., 18. Well, next year, yeah, yeah. 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 But besides that, I think it drops off to mm. – well, last year their top guy made $9 million. Mm-hmm. And after that, I think it just drops off. Yeah, dramatically. And then the reason I brought that up is because the Spurs can have a potential $47 million in cap space this offseason. They can make a bunch of moves. Their min- the minimum they're going to have is 39 Thirty to thirty-nine million dollars, the in cap space. The best prospect since fucking LeBron James. The best coach of all time. One of them, um, you know, Keldon Johnson, Jeremy Sokin is a pretty good starting point for a rebuild. Yeah, I mean that's very. I was gonna say that's very good. Yeah. Start to a rebuild. Yeah. No, no, no. It is. I was just being like a little sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like that. Like it's it's just gonna be a cool team. It's gonna be sick to see Wemby play. I mean, I'm very excited to see that. See how good he actually is yeah. against the NBA players because I mean he's dominating in in France. I mean he's taking step back threes, missing and then <laughs> dunking his own shot, which is unheard of from anybody. So should be excited to see. I'm I'm very excited to see that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe the draft is coming up. Six days away. By the time you listen to this, maybe five days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like that uh, wraps it up for yep. this episode. Um, I don't know. We'll obviously decide on what division we want to focus on next. For the Atlantic division, we're going to have our friend Matt on the episode again, on the podcast, on Shed Talk. And shout out to Kale's Court on YouTube. Yeah, Matt's right. a big Celtics fan, so we'll get his opinion on what he thinks they should do, if mm. they should send him Jalen Brown to Houston or not. Yeah. <laughs> Or if he wants to resign them or not, so we'll hear what he has to say, and then we'll talk about my Knicks, and then Knicks, Nets, Celtics, 76ers, and the Raptors. Yeah. So, should be an interesting one. Definitely. So, I'll probably bring that out next episode. But, just as always, just want to thank you guys for listening again. That was episode nine. Um, so, yeah, going to hit double digits for the first time ever next episode. So, we'll make sure to produce the best one we ever have. Thank you guys for listening. Yep. See you next one.